This is Mr. Christopher with Funkatopia.com. I am on the phone with John Wirtz from a band that you may have never heard of called Space Orphan. How are you, John? I'm doing great. How are you? I'm doing good, doing good. So, a lot of people may have never heard of you, so why don't you tell them a little bit about the band, because uh, I'll kind of do a little bit of my feedback on the band uh, after you kind of tell us a little about where you guys got together and, and the, the music influences and stuff that you have, and... Uh, a little bit about the the new album that just came out. Sure. Um, well, uh, we're based out of Denver, Colorado. This is a project I started writing music for probably a year and a half or two ago. And uh, for me, the normal uh, routine has always been to get a band together, write music, play for a while, then record. And I just decided to go in reverse this time and wrote a bunch of music, went straight into the studio, and then from there, we started um, playing live after we recorded our record. And so we've been playing live for the past year, and we just actually yesterday got back off, uh, from a tour, a Midwest tour. We've got a few more dates this week, but um, it's a funk band and a diverse, I mean, somewhat diverse blend of influences. It's, it's mostly funk, but there, there's some jazz influence in there for sure, but I don't think it's so heady. I don't, I don't think it's the heady jazz that's going to confuse a lot of people. <laughs> so we try to keep it danceable. And that was one of the things that I really enjoyed about the album because, again, I had never heard of, heard of you and a rep of yours named Rachel reached out to me and said you need to check them out. And I listened and I heard a lot of different influences. Obviously, a lot of typical uh, funk jam type uh, style like along the lines of monophonics or new master sounds but there was also really heavy influence from like steely dan type of jazz influence um, where there was a lot of you know the different chord structures and one of the things that really stood out to me uh, about the album was one of the things that you guys do in a lot of your music is that right in the typically right in the middle of the song most of the songs are like six minutes plus and Right around the middle of the, of the song, or somewhere, you know, somewhere in that range, you switch it up, and that was one consistent thing that I've, I saw throughout uh, all of the songs was that it was it was based in um, you'd have one nice, really good, solid, strong flow going, and then there was this change up where the song would be almost like a completely uh, like like another song. And um, sure. and it was kind of it was and it wasn't more like a bridge as much as it was it literally was like a, a switch was flipped and then the the song went on to the the song went on like a totally a completely different direction and I, I thought it was kind of uh, un, unusual because you don't see a lot of bands that, that really kind of do that there's there's normally like you know a different type of consistency but one of the things I really really liked about it was that there was this um, you could feel like this, you know, sense of urgency, like you knew something was about to happen, and then this switch was flipped, and, and it literally you know, took on a whole nother face and a whole nother character. And uh, is that, you know, is that something that you, you know, strategically write before you even sit and say, this is how the song is going to be structured, or is it more along the lines of, hey, this is kind of basically what I want. Let's all practice and do a jam session, and then things kind of end up kind of off in another direction. I wouldn't say it's strategic, but I mean, with any tune, 
I want to keep it interesting and not just for, you know, music school students. Um, you know, I, I want to keep it interesting. And the thing with this band is we're an in instrumental band. We don't have a lead singer. So rather than just do what I've heard plenty, you know, which is kind of like maybe a verse section and a chorus section, you just kind of alternate between those without a singer, or maybe you you stay on one kind of section and a guitarist takes a solo, and then you stay at that same point musically, and now the keyboardist turned a solo. That's fine, but I know that sometimes it can lose people, it can lose their interest, um, you know, for people who don't generally listen to instrumental music. So, you know, I, I try to keep it interesting in terms of maybe throwing a key change or just a rhythmic change, you know, just a, a different feel of the song. And kind of the way I think about it is if, you know, each individual song, it, it, it probably sounds kind of corny or something, but I almost think of it like when you're writing a tune, it's almost like you're building a house of some sort. And, you know, a bridge, a verse, a chorus, total change altogether, it's, it's like a different room of the house. And so, maybe a guitarist takes a solo or something, and then for me it's just a choice of, you know, will it still keep people's interest and keep the band's interest? We have to like to play this, we have to enjoy playing this stuff. Will it still stay interesting to us to to keep with that particular section, or would it, would it be cooler if maybe we just kind of did a 180 and then you know, surprise everyone with the next section. So that's kind of, you know, it, it, it does happen, I guess, frequently in a lot of these tunes and, and some of the stuff that's not recorded yet, but um, we're not going at it from the standpoint of like a gimmick. It's just kind of what, what we find is interesting to play and what we've... I've played in instrumental bands before and this one has by far gotten the best response and I think part of it is because of that, because the songwriting is a little more interesting to our listeners. Uh, they don't seem to get bored um, when they're checking it out. Yeah, I think that you know, with instrumental bands, you have to have you know, a multitude of things going on. And I think that so many, so many times you'll 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 hear, especially funk instrumental bands, where it's it's just an ongoing thing. I mean, even songs like "Pick Up the Pieces," you know, a, a fantastic song like that. It is one of those songs that just kind of plays in the background, and you and it, it, your brain just kind of just wanders off. But when you have bands like Lettuce and uh, Soul Live, and and bands like that, where where just when your mind starts to you know, get acclimated to what's happening as far as the chord structures, then there's this switch up that happens that makes you restart your attention span again. And uh, I think you guys have really done a masterful job. And I, I think one of the things I have not done a masterful job of is telling people what the name of the album is, which is called Shut Up About the Sun. Where, where did that title yes. come from? Just a phrase we heard. Kind of, you know, like I was saying earlier, the approach of trying to just do things in reverse as to what I had done in the past. Um, in the past with band names and album titles, just thought about it for months and months and try to get something really deep and meaningful. And this is kind of the opposite. We, we heard that phrase and I don't even remember what it was in reference to. Just laughed and laughed and laughed and just said, let's just call it that. Um, and that was the same with the, with the band name, heard, heard the phrase Space Orphan, and I just thought it was hilarious for some reason, so I just said, let's just call it that. Well, th this this album is really, really fantastic, and, and um, 
you know, it's it's just got so many different elements to it, and and so many different moods and and um, different ambient things going on, and I really really enjoyed it. One of the songs that obviously um, stuck out a little bit too was the closing uh, "Lazy But With Less Work." Again, a title that probably needs a little explanation from you, but. Uh, you work with a gentleman by the name of DJ Check One, and there's it's it's the one song I guess that it's not uh, it's not your band playing with some record scratching going on in the background to kind of you know accentuate what's happening. It's actually like the the music was recorded, and then he did a mix on that, so it's like your music is actually being stopped and and scratched and mixed. So right. what what was the what was the decision process there? Because it seems like with so many bands out there that kind of add a DJ element to to a band, it's not just a scenario where um, you know it's normally a scenario where the band's playing and then you have a DJ in the back that's kind of a- adding these little you know scratches and hisses and sound effects into the mix. But this was this was like like the DJ was added as an afterthought almost. So what what was the right. what was going on there? I kind of I had the idea for a, a DJ with that song and the way what you hear on the record you know it couldn't have come out better in my mind for what I was hoping to hear. But I don't know about the process of, of how how to get it to sound like that, you know. So so what it was initially was we recorded the song, we had it and then later brought in a DJ and was like, you know, can you add some stuff? And he did. And co-producer on this record, Kyle Jones, is, I mean, just a, a, a brilliant, brilliant guy in, in, in terms of any a lot a lot of stuff. Just just crazy smart with music and a great producer. And he said, you know, he listened to it and he's like, it's kind of cool, but it sounds like it's you guys playing. And he's like, when I listen to it, it sounds like later on this guy came in and he wasn't even in the room with you. And so he had the idea of mixing it down and then sending that product to the DJ and said, now do your DJ thing. So um, I didn't even know that's that's how the process would have to go. Um, But I'm glad Kyle knew that because I think it sounds way cooler now where there's, you know, you hear some scratching and then all of a sudden there's, you know, one or two points where you almost hear the whole track kind of slow down and dive, you know, where it's, a, it's so he's mixing the whole, whole track live. I don't know if I'm explaining that right, but... No, it's like you're um, actually coming to the end of, like, four bars, and then he just, you know, mixes it and, like, repeats the, you know, repeats the last note or whatever. So it's, it, it is like, yeah. it is like he took your album and he's doing mixing on right. your album, you know? Right, and, and, and there's a guitar hook that's kind of, like, um, it's a there's a guitar hook in that song that our guitarist did play live over and over and it was the DJ's that DJ checked one's idea to grab that and and really mess with that hook in general which I thought was a, was a pretty cool touch right. yeah it's definitely pretty awesome now so what you may or may not know uh, you may have gotten word uh, many people hearing this may not know but every year we do our best of funk albums. We pick the 20 best funk albums that are out there and we do a list to kind of help people find the great funk music that's out there from around the world, mostly all original, obviously. And when I heard this album, I quickly made the decision that your, your album, Shut Up About the Sun by Space Orphan, that was released this year, 
is going to be on that best of funk list for 2016 when it's released. Awesome. Thank you very much. So you're welcome. So you should get a little bit of traction from that, definitely. Because typically what happens is that people all around the world come in and it's one of our biggest, um, it's one of the biggest posts that we do um, every year. Even the even the ones as far back as 2013 and 2014 are still accessed on a regular basis and people are looking, trying to find some new funk music. And your band will be on the 2016 list for sure in that top 20 because I can say without a doubt that this is one of the stronger funk albums that I've heard from an instrumental uh, standpoint, just the way that it's done. It was kind of just refreshing because it wasn't overproduced. It was just pretty much great musicians playing great funk music and had great quality to it. You know, good changes that kind of kept your brain clicking and, you know, just neat little uh, nuances. And it was it was pretty easy to decide that it was a, it was a good shoe-in for that list, for sure. Awesome. Thank you so much. We appreciate that. That's awesome. Well, I definitely appreciate it too, and I I, um, I appreciate you taking the time also to talk to us and and kind of tell people a little bit about the album. I would definitely suggest that people go and check it out. It is on Spotify, but as you know, if you listen to it on Spotify, they get paid point zero 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 one cent. So why don't you do them a favor and go to Amazon and pick up a copy because it's a much better quality. You can actually probably even hold a physical copy in your hand if you order it that way. It's very, very cool. And obviously, we'll have a link to this interview on Funkatopia. So you can go right to directly to Amazon or iTunes or wherever you want to get it from and pick it up. And I can't, can't thank you enough, John, for taking the time out to uh, spend some time with us. I greatly appreciate it, guy. Awesome. Well, thank you so much. It's, it's always great getting to talk with someone who's knowledgeable and interested in this kind of music and actually pays attention to the stuff we're, we're trying to put out there. So thank you very much for recognizing it. Well, I appreciate it. I appreciate it. Well, thank you very much once again. This is Mr. Christopher from Funkatopia, and you just got done hearing an interview with John Wirtz from Space Orphan talking about his album Shut Up About the Sun. Go get it now.